Get Cody's trade alerts and all of his latest positions on the Trading with Cody app for iPhone and Android and on tradingwithcody.com. Find me on Periscope, find me on Scudify Live, find my podcasts, uh, the Cody Underground Podcast on iTunes and on SoundCloud. Um, you can find all of my trades and positions um, at uh, tradingwithcody.com, as you heard in the intro there. Uh, today, I want to talk about, well, valuations um, and how you value tech stocks and when you really think tech stocks can be cheap. Um, I, back in 2003, I did a series of articles for uh, realmoneyinthestreet.com, and uh, I was running a hedge fund at the time. I had just launched it in October 2002. Um, the NASDAQ was down 75% in a straight line, and I was running a, um, screens, running screens on stocks trying to find tech stocks that were trading for get this, less than the amount of cash that they had on their balance sheet. Um, meaning that these companies, the marketplace is saying that these companies are going to destroy value and burn cash and not create value. Hi, David Calloway from USA Today. Uh, good, to see, good to see you. I miss you, man. Um, but uh, when you look at valuations back then, these things were trading it below the cash balance on their balance sheet. Now, Believe it or not, at the time, one of those stocks was, wait for it, wait for it, Apple. Apple itself was trading for less than the net cash they had on their balance sheet. The stock was 12 or $13 per share, and I started buying it. Um, they had $14 per share net cash. This was back in March 2003. The stock has split two for one since then, and also seven for one since then, meaning that it was trading actually at less than a dollar per share back then in March 2003. And they had about a dollar per share in net cash. And so Apple came up on the screen of stocks that I was trying to find, companies whose market was saying were going to destroy value, and you had a cushion. As long as these companies didn't destroy value, the stocks had to go up. I mean, that was a basic guarantee that if Apple could ever figure out how to actually earn money, the stock is going to go up past what the actual cash balance is. I mean, the, an activist could have come along in, in Apple in March 2003, broken the company up, and sent out a dollar per share dividend. There would be nothing left of the company, really, but obviously no one did that, too, because Steve Jobs was back, and he'd been there for a few years, and he was creating the iPod, which begat iTunes, which begat the iPhone and the app revolution that uh, you, if you've been following me, know that I've been investing and betting my career and my money and my life on the app revolution that was created out of basically that March 2003 type of mentality when iPod was just getting rolled out and Apple was trading at, yes, less than cash per share. Now, at the time in early 2003, the, like I said, the NASDAQ had already crashed 75%. And most tech companies at the time, um, not Microsoft and a few others, Oracle was still profitable, but most tech companies at the time were actually losing money. They weren't generating cash. They weren't generating earnings on gap basis or even non-gap basis. These companies had gone through, a, they'd built up and over-invested in 1998 to 2000 in the midst of the dot-com and technology bubble when 
thousands of companies, both private and public, had access to billions of dollars. If you had .com or the word communications in your business model, in your business plan, you could probably find some real funding for that business. And that gets that created its own bubble of fundamentals too it wasn't just the stocks themselves that were bubbled but the fundamentals were bubbled because there were so many technology and dot com and communications companies buying servers and the servers had chips and they needed software and software and you name it all of these companies had over they, there was artificial demand caused by all these dot coms that didn't have a real business model but were spending hundreds of millions or even billions of dollars on technology infrastructure. So Apple was unprofitable in March 2003, as were most uh, tech companies, um, other than a handful of software companies like Microsoft and Oracle. So that's part of why the market had overreacted to the downside, taking these companies below their cash balance. Now fast forward to today, and you've got some real compelling valuations now that the stock market has pulled back a couple thousand points from its recent highs, tech stocks, and, and many stocks individually, not just tech stocks, but energy stocks, individual companies, individual stocks are probably, not probably, individual stocks are down much more than the broader markets are. The broader markets are down 10%, maybe 15% on the NASDAQ or so, uh, the biotech ind index. But individual stocks within those indexes indices are down 60, 70, 80%. 3D printing is down 80, 90%. There are some real valuations perhaps to be had if these companies actually turn the corner and start making money and say the 3D value, um, 3D printing business. But they're not below their cash per share. 3D, SSYS, those are a couple of the big uh, 3D printing companies. They're not below their cash per share. Apple's far from cash per share. Um, clearly, Apple's very profitable. And that's really what the big difference is between 2014 and 2003, and why when I run screens looking, say, for stocks trading for less than cash, you're not going to find any. Back in 2003, there were maybe a hundred major tech stocks that you'd heard of, like Apple, that were trading at less than cash per share. In 2014, 2015, excuse me, the year it is, there aren't very many tech stocks that are trading below the cash per share, if any at all. I can't find any on my screens that are, you know, have any kind of a decent valuation, um, you know, meaning that they're not too small a cap or they're just some joke of a company or something. But um, you look at tech valuations today, and I, for example, have been buying some Internet uh, of things, wearables, uh, suppliers. I think as you've, you've been listening to my podcasts, uh, reading my articles, reading, seeing my trades on tradingwithcody.com and my positions, you know I've been buying, uh, I, I'd reduced my, the number of positions I had back when the Dow was at 18,500 three or four or five months ago and stocks were at all-time highs and uh, raised some cash, uh, you know, just prudently following my playbook. You can follow my playbook also on tradingwithcody.com and download the apps for Trading with Cody on iPhone or for Android, but I'm not finding stocks that are trading below cash per share. If you're finding stocks that are trading at, say, seven or eight times earnings, I bought one today, Silicon Motion, S-I-M-O, um, details, at, again, at tradingwithcody.com, um, but you're not, it, it's trading at eight, at seven and a half times enterprise value to earnings, about 10 times 
price to earnings. And the way you do the difference between a price to earnings and an enterprise value to earnings, enterprise value simply means that you're adding back the cash per share. So like when Apple was trading at less than the cash per share, when it was at 12 and the stock was at, and the company had $14 per share net cash, Apple had an actual negative enterprise value because the market cap was less than the cash per share. Now, again, we're not seeing negative enterprise values right now, but you're seeing some rather low enterprise values, like with Simo, which stock is at $24 per share. And guys, this is a smaller cap company, less than a billion dollar market cap. Don't go rushing out and buying it. Um, I'm slowly scaling in, and frankly, all the it, it's a supplier of smartphones, tablets, Internet of Things, and wearables. Now, wearables and Internet of Things were barely in the first inning. We got a lot of upside growth for Simo and other companies that supply into that industry. Again, I've got several of them at Trading with Cody in my own portfolio, but already, and I'm looking for more all the time. And you're going to have several come public in the next three to five years that are great pure plays on the Internet of Things um, or uh, the wearables revolution, the robotics revolution, the drone revolution. All of these things Simo is selling into. Simo partly in the flash business. It's in the controllers business. But the chips go in those smartphones, the tablets. Um, it'll be going into robotics and drones and... Um, and wearables too. And that's where the growth of this thing is. Now, Simo has about $6 per share net cash. That means for it to be trading below its cash balance, it would have to be at like $5 per share, down from 24 right now. Now, the fact is the company's not losing money like most of those companies in 2003 that were trading below cash per share were back then. And so it's unlikely you're going to get that kind of evaluation that, that Simo could go down to $5 per share. In fact, basically impossible for it to go down to that level while it's still earning money. Now, Samsung is one of its big customers. Hymix is its biggest customer. If one of those customers really cuts back orders and or the entire smartphone industry has, if China itself and the, and feet to fire, I think millions of Chinese consumers and citizens will over the next year or two, three years, continue to leave utter poverty and enter a middle class type of level uh, where they buy and consume cell phones, smartphones, internet activity, um, wearables even, internet of things, those are big. Those are probably going to be bigger in, say, the developed world, Western Europe, United States. But China will still have growth in smartphone demand, um, and the smart and the Chinese vendors, Xiaomi, Huawei, Lenovo, um, they're taking market share for Samsung. Now, as long as all that dynamic continues to play out, the Chinese smartphone vendors continue to grow, the Chinese citizens continue to enter the middle class, you're going to see more growth for Simo, for some of the other semiconductor companies, for the suppliers into the app revolution, uh, even SanDisk, um, Google, Apple, all of those companies are somewhat depending on, dependent upon continued growth of the Chinese middle class. So, Given that the Chinese middle class continues to bring on millions of China citizens that formerly from poverty-stricken levels, given that Chinese vendors continue to grow, smartphone vendors continue to grow, given that Simo and these other SanDisks and these other semiconductor companies are able to continue generating positive earnings, those stocks aren't going down below their cash levels. Now, in the next year or two, if 
all bets are off. If China collapses and the actual there's a depression in China or something, and the whole cycle in China over the that's been growing for the last 15, 20 years, uh, to, in order to become the giant economy that it is today, if all that happens, if all that crashes, all bets are off. Simo could go to five dollars per share. Stock market itself is probably going to be down 50 percent if there's a major depression in China, um, even from the current levels. I mean, the Dow could be back to 10,000, 8,000. Who knows? I don't see that happening right here, right now. I'm not betting on that. I'm not getting short. I'm not selling all my stocks. Again, I'm not as aggressively long and betting on a bubble-blowing bull market and an app revolution that was just getting started back, like I was back in 2011 when I started trading money again after I'd left TV and gotten back in this business and launched trading with Cody. And um, you can... I just don't see that right now, but that's okay. You don't have to be wildly bullish or wildly bearish at any given time. You want to use stock market crashes like you're seeing today, the, the NASDAQ, Dow, S&P 500, energy, technology, semiconductors, they're all down big today. Uh, anywhere from 2%, 5%, 8%, some of them are getting hit. Um, that's when you can sne sneak in and add a little bit. So yeah, I added Simo to my own portfolio. Uh, I'll be nibbling on it tomorrow and um, I, I, building up a small tranche position. I don't like to rush into any particular stock all at once. I start off with a small tranche, maybe one-fifth or one-third, in this case about a one-third size position. Um, Again, guys, you can go to tradingwithcody.com, sign up for it, um, cost you $99 a month or $700 or $999 a year, and sometimes I do a special for $700 a year if you can find it, but you can find out when I'm buying these stocks like I did today with Simo. I sent out a trade alert for everybody, um, but and I'll send out another one when I scale into more Simo. I don't expect to nail the bottom. The chart on Simo and most technology stocks right now is almost as bad as the chart for Apple was and some of those other companies that were trading below cash per share like they were back in 2003. It's a very different time, 2015 from 20 from 2003, but that doesn't mean that you're ever – and you might not get another 2003 opportunity. Um, that was a unique setup with the dot-com bubble itself exploding, the fundamentals imploding and all of that popping all at once creating that depression that you had in technology in 2003 you might get that again in your lifetime you might not um, certainly a possibility but I'm not expecting it in the next year or two or I wouldn't be buying Simo like I am right now and some other names um, I think that'll be it to, for today don't again don't rush into Simo it's a small cap stock it's going to be very volatile um, and all bets are off if Simo's customer base actually starts struggling and the Chinese economy implodes. But again, my analysis with China feet to fire looks like it's still going to be okay. It'll have some growth. It might not be 7% or 10% economic growth like it had been the last 5 or 10 years. Maybe it'll be 3 to 5% growth. That still means millions of Chinese citizens will be coming into the middle class. And globally, there will be more demand for smartphones, there will be more people entering middle class, uh, leaving the poverty-stricken levels of the third world as uh, these economies continue to grow. And again, the United States is where I invest. It's where I live. It's a place where I trust the laws, the markets, the marketplaces. Um, I don't do much investing others overseas, although Simo, 
originally was founded, Silicon Motion, the one I've been buying, was founded in the United States. It's actually based in Korea now, or Taiwan, in Taiwan now. Um, all right, guys, thank you so much. Cody Underground Podcast. Find me on Periscope. Find me on Scudify Live. Listen to the podcast. And um, find all my trades and positions at Trading with Cody. And find the Trading with Cody apps. Also, download the Scudify apps. It, it's the, the Scudify apps are it's a social network that combines everything you need to know from real-time tweets on every stock, on every position, and the most important news of the day. You don't have to sit there looking at the headlines on an old app like MarketWatch or an old website. Um, you actually get the streaming latest of everything on Scudify. Thanks for uh, tuning in today. Peace, love, and happiness. I'm on your town like a brown little Schwarzenegger. Punch your time, call cash your G's. I got a text that'll hit you like Muhammad Ali. But please, feel the sea breeze, vent and release, and believe that it'll all be okay, trust me. Because they got the same old thing on the block, and I got the acid rock. You kidding, you be giving it up. And keep on giving while I'm living it up. Myself, I'ma take from the poor and give to the rich. And double high deep, I dig every ditch. And then be good in the game like Joplin until I'm violated or quit. And I'll be living it up. And keep on living while you giving it up. Did he did it? What he doing to his artists and about the way he living? Take a hit, make a hit, keep a tunnel vision. Sign a deal with the feds, go to music prison. Get a clue, yo, do I blew your mind from you, you to Soho, Cody Willow, New Mexico, Lobo, Muddy Souls, get around like hobos, yo, we be tearing it up, and you gon' get it, how you giving it up, you why you giving it up, live, live, living while you living it up. See, I thought I was rich till I got rich and found out how rich rich can get.